Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 93 of The Body Nerd Show. On today's episode, I'm sharing all about carpal tunnel, including what causes pain in the wrist and easy and pain-free ways you can start building strength and avoid surgery now. Carpal tunnel as even just an idea, it sounds really big and scary. And this is whether you've had the diagnosis or maybe you're just worried about it. And to be honest, it is. It is a big deal. But for some people, the surgery that's supposed to fix carpal tunnel pain doesn't always work. And it's really easy to think that anytime you have any sort of wrist pain or hand pain, that it's got to be carpal tunnel. So by the end of today's episode, not only are you going to know everything that you ever wanted to know about carpal tunnel, but you'll also have some easy fixes that you can put into play right now to help you alleviate hand and wrist pain. But before we dive into that, there is still time, just a few weeks left to be entered to win a self-care prize pack when you leave a review for the Body Nerd Show over on the Apple Podcast app. So all you got to do is head on over to aewellness.com slash review, leave a short note about your favorite episode, why you love the show, or even something you've learned from listening, and then just send me a screenshot. You can send it to me on Instagram. I'm at Hala or you can send it to my email at podcast at aewellness.com, and then you'll be entered to win. One lucky winner is going to be chosen at random at the end of the year uh, to get this self-care prize pack with a pair of therapy balls, a gratitude journal and my most favorite sleep mask. So first of all, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy day for the review. Um, And I want you to know that I seriously, seriously, seriously appreciate you. Okay, let's get on with the show. So what is the carpal tunnel? It's actually a specific structure in your body. It is in fact a tunnel that's on the palm side of your wrist. So if you turn your palms up and you look right at your wrist, the carpal tunnel is right in there. And it's formed by the bones of the wrist and a really super strong connective tissue called the flexor retinaculum. Now, that flexor retinaculum, it is fascia. It's really dense fascia that helps to make that tunnel. And inside of the carpal tunnel are tendons for the flexor muscles of your hand and wrist. So if you let your fingers just gently rest upon your wrist and then make a fist with that other hand. So right now I have my left hand out right fingers are on my wrist and I'm making a fist opening and closing it, you're able to feel those tendons contracting underneath your fingertips. So those are the flexor muscles of your hand and wrist. Also inside of that tunnel is the median nerve. And the median nerve is responsible for sensation on part of your thumb, your index, your middle, and half of your ring finger on the palm side of your hand. And then on the back of your hand, the end of the thumb, the index, the middle, and half of the ring finger. So it's not the same on both sides of the hand, but it's pretty much those first couple fingers. So if you have any numbness, tingling, burning, or sensation in those fingers, chances are it's probably related to the median nerve. 
Now, that fascia, the flexor retinaculum, it serves a purpose and it helps to keep the tendons of your flexors in place so that you have better leverage than you would without it. You can just imagine if you were trying to pick up a cup, right, and your wrist is bent and your fingers are bent, without that thick connective tissue, those tendons would just kind of pop up off your hand and not be able to create that same leverage and strength than they do with that extra addition. So that's what the carpal tunnel is. Everybody has a carpal tunnel. Uh, It's totally normal. You were designed with it. It serves a purpose. But where we run into trouble is when you have what's called carpal tunnel syndrome. And that's when there's any sort of irritation inside this tunnel. Usually it's when one of the tendons gets inflamed or swollen and that inflammation puts pressure on the median nerve. So like I mentioned, tingling, burning, pain, pins or needles that could be right at the wrist or even anywhere down into the hand on those fingers, the thumb, the index, the middle, and then half of your ring finger, which if you've ever had your hand fall asleep or you hit your funny bone and you feel that numbness, next time it happens, pay attention that it's only half of the ring finger, right? The funny bone back at your elbow, that's not the median nerve, that's the ulnar nerve, which is just called the ulnar nerve because it's on the ulnar side of your forearm. It's such an odd sensation to feel half of a finger, you know, numb or tingling versus the other. And so that's I'm just a little nerd nugget about your body that I love to nerd out on. So Carpal tunnel syndrome, it sucks, right? Tingling, burning, pain, pins or needles. It's often created by repetitive use. Now, what falls into repetitive use? Things like typing, right? Which is a super repetitive action. Anything that you do the same thing day in and day out with that hand again and again and again could be considered repetitive use. Now, the problem is we tend to focus just on where it hurts right? Because you have pain somewhere. So obviously the pain is right there. And without question, the tissues in your wrist are probably irritated and inflamed. But the real question is why, right? What caused the imbalance that led them to get overused and irritated in the first place? And this is why surgery isn't always the best option. Because yeah, they can go in and cut the fascia, uh, but if that area is still getting overloaded and irritated, the issue that caused the pain in the first place won't be solved. And for the surgery, that's what they do. They literally go in and make more room in the tunnel so that the median nerve isn't so impacted, but that doesn't necessarily do anything for the irritation that is already there. Now, if we back up even further, the median nerve starts all the way up in your neck. The median nerve is a branch of your brachial plexus. That's the bundle of nerves coming off of your neck, going down your armpit, down into your arm, where they branch and become the median and ulnar nerve, and then more nerves down into the hand. Everything comes through this tunnel, which means that there could be an irritation of the nerve at any point along its path. And even if where you're feeling it is at the median nerve, right, you're feeling it in your palm and your hand, it could be coming from anywhere up to your neck. One of the biggest misconceptions about nerve pain is that where it hurts is always the cause of what's going on. But it could just as easily be tension or irritation or inflammation in the neck and shoulders that are creating that wrist pain. Because your nerves have layers of connective tissue on them, just like your muscles. They have layers of fascia, which is another reason why fascia is amazing. 
So the fascia around your nerves makes like a subway tunnel with a path that the nerve itself is traveling through. I remember in the anatomy lab, the one difference between blood vessels and nerves was that the nerves are solid and your blood vessels are actually hollow tubes. But they too have multiple layers of fascia, but we're focusing here on the nerves. So if a nerve is irritated and there's some inflammation, and that could be that the nerve itself is irritated, it could be that a muscle in the area really close to it is irritated, and so some of that inflammation soup is kind of spilling over into the nerve, your body wants to protect you from further injury, so it'll stiffen things up. And this happens physically, the muscles actually, you know, get tighter around it, but also chemically, right? The fascia gets stickier, it gets stiffer due to not only the chemicals involved in the inflammation process, but also a buildup of collagen, which is totally natural and normal and happens. So now that nerve tunnel, right, on the nerve and all the layers of connective tissue around it, instead of being slippery, it's now sort of like Velcro, on your spandex. And if you've ever had like a new pair of spandex, you put it on, you're like, yes. And then the Velcro of your jacket gets on it. It's like, oh, it's so frustrating, right? But you can get the idea, right? The fascia and the nerve, they're getting stuck on one another. They're getting hung up on one another, which no surprise here leads to more irritation and probably pain. And you can actually feel nerve tension for yourself. So if you put your hands out right now with your fingers up towards the ceiling, so you're bent at the wrist. And I, when I was picturing this, I was thinking of, you know, you in the middle of Harry Potter and he who should not be named like wands at the end of the series. Remember there was like their magic met in the cemetery. That's you right now. Okay. And then tilt your head to one side and then the other side. And I'm doing this now too. And you might feel, yeah, that there's tension on the side of your neck as you move your head from side to side. But if you also feel that tension all the way down into the palm, that is nerve tension. Now, there's nothing wrong with nerve tension. In fact, I definitely feel some more tightness on my right side than I do on my left. But if it hurts, right, that's when there's something going on that we should investigate a little bit further. If you experience tremendous amounts of pain when you do that, let's talk about strategies to help keep your hands and wrists healthy. So one of the best ways to help with that pain um, first is to increase flexibility. If you're like, okay, well, how do I do that? Do I like just stretch my wrists? Well, the best way, and if you've listened to any of the other 92 episodes of the show, moving, moving in all the directions and all of the ways is one of the best ways you can increase flexibility and also maintain flexibility. My anatomy teacher, Gil Headley, describes on fascia, remember I talked about collagen, he describes that buildup of collagen in the fascia as fuzz. And I'll link to his fuzz speech in the description, but the way he describes it is like, you know, when you wake up in the morning and everything feels sort of stiff and you move and stretch your body and then you feel like you can move a little bit better, it's because we're kind of freeing up the fuzz. And our animals are so great at this. Every time Ella gets up, every time Mr. Kitty gets up, right, they have their upward facing dog stretch and their downward facing dog stretch, and then they're ready to go, right? They are always moving. 
So the best way to combat the fuzz, which is a totally normal process. I don't want you thinking that like, oh my God, there's like all this fuzz and like, oh, no, no, there's fuzz for all of us. But the best way to keep your body lubricated and keep your body moving is to move in all the ways as frequently as you can. So one way to do that, especially with the upper body, specifically hands and wrists, is to try to touch the tops of doorways as you walk under them, right? That's a super simple way to get your arms and shoulders and your hands in that overhead position, which you're probably not doing otherwise throughout your day. I know for me, I have to be super intentional with that overhead shape because it's not required for me to work at my computer, right? It's got to be a mindful decision to make to go overhead. Now, in addition to working on flexibility, we got to build up strength, right? One of the ways to help better support and stabilize all of your tissues so that they don't have to get tight to create that protective you know, mechanism I talked about on last week's episode as well, right, is strength. So specifically for your upper body, uh, a really great way to do this is to practice hanging. And I will link into the description and on the show notes for this episode. If you're like, where do I find those? Just go to aewellness.com slash podcast and you can get all of the show notes there. So that video is hanging at a bunch of different directions. If arms overhead and hanging is not an option because of pain or range of motion or just you don't have a way to do that. You can also just hang out from doorways. So your arm is out to the side and that video walks you through exactly how to do that. That's a great way to build up hand and wrist and grip strength. Another great way to do that is by lifting weights, of course. Uh, Things like farmer carries, which it just, they make me laugh. I work out in my garage and my landlord has been working on our building, you know, preparing some uh, additional units for new tenants. And this guy is carrying, you know, materials and saws and like all this stuff from his truck into the units, back and forth, back and forth. And I'm in my garage lifting because I don't work a job that requires me to be physically fit like that. Now, even if you do work a job that requires a ton of physical labor, chances are you probably are doing repetitive stuff. And so part of the flexibility piece that we already talked about and moving in all of the ways is moving in the ways that you don't move normally. So that's why I do things like farmer carries, which is essentially just imagine you're carrying like a suitcase. That was fun when we used to be able to do that, right? (laughs) A suitcase or like, uh, you know, jugs of something down by your side. That would be a farmer carry. And your focus when it comes to building strength for your grippers, for those flexors, for your arms and shoulders is to have longer duration holds. So trying to hold stuff for longer than you would. So typically in my workouts, I do 45 seconds of effort and then 15 seconds of rest before I move on to the next exercise. But this last week I was doing a workout complex that had rows and then lunges, which meant I was holding on to the weight in the same hand for about two minutes. And my gosh, my arms were so tired from doing that. But that's how you build up strength and endurance of all of these tissues. So when we build strength, it's not just the muscles that get stronger. The tendons get stronger. The connective tissue, the fascias get stronger. Everything gets stronger and more coordinated. So it's important to do things that you don't normally do that are somewhat challenging, but asterisks that don't create pain, which is exactly what I go down into the garage and do. My landlord, he's doing real work. And I always laugh and I'm like, sorry, I just, you know, I have to be here doing this because I just sat at a computer all day. 
Whether you're focused firstly on building strength or flexibility, if you're like, where should I start? Honestly, the answer is both. And all of this is to say that the tension in your wrists is probably coming from higher up in your neck and shoulders. The likelihood in the year 2020 that you are not on technology is so super low. And even if you're like, no, 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 I don't spend a lot of time on my phone, right? Driving, sitting, working on a computer, that all can contribute to weakness in the upper body. But it could also be coming from upper back stiffness or core weakness or like a bazillion different things that could be going on in your body, which is why having a whole body wellness plan is really the key to building strength sustainably, right? A little bit that you can do every day that doesn't take you more than 10, 15 minutes, but make sure to hit all of those super important body areas that are going to help you to move better, feel better, and really thrive. And that's exactly what we do inside Movement Mavens. So if you want to feel more in control of your body and you want to feel way less stressed out about pain and have the community and support to say, hey, what is carpal tunnel syndrome or what is this or how can I find out more about this? Or another great question we had in our community this week, hey, my back keeps spazzing out when I get in and out of the car, what can I do? And then have a whole sequence for that. Movement Mavens can help. So we're going to be open again for enrollment January 23rd, 2021. Save the date right now. And you can hop over on the wait list for early access and fun extras at aewellness.com slash mavens. So I want to know, do you have a history of wrist pain? Did you find as you're doing the Harry Potter exercise that you also have some nerve tension? Or maybe you just have some more questions about carpal tunnel and wrist pain and all of that. Send them my way. You can find me over on Instagram. I'm at Hala Framala. Or you can call the Body Nerd hotline. It's open. It's ready for your messages. That number is 818-396-6501. And before I go, just to remind you again that show notes, fun links, free downloads, the videos I mentioned in today's show as well, and the Body Nerd group all lives over at aewellness.com slash podcast. And thank you for taking the time to listen to today's episode. I hope you got some fun movement in as you listened, or at least you have something planned. But I do want you to know how grateful I am for you, for listening, for your support, and for sharing this episode. If you learn something new and you just can't wait to tell someone the nerdy facts about Carpal Tunnel, awesome. Share this with them. So appreciate that. And let's continue to ask better questions, move more, Maybe do some more Harry Potter nerve gliding and get nerdy as heck. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and that you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks and body work is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.